0: Let's discuss Analects 1.3. This is one of my favorite ones because it allows us to discuss a lot of important things about the nature of politics. So I'm going to read um, my translation of uh, 1.3. The master said, it is rare for clever speech and ingratiating countenance to accompany Ren. One statement very powerful. This is essentially a warning against politicians in general and especially politicians who are uh, elected in democracy because in order to be able to be elected you can't start discussing truth into its subtle detail. You can't start talking about some very profound ideas that people have to work at in order to understand. You can't do these things because people are busy, people are ignorant, and most people are not that smart. So it's much easier to go out there with a clever tongue, with glib speech, with something that sounds eloquent but is ultimately more charismatic, and get people on your side. It's much easier to do that. So let me give you some examples of what Confucius is talking about when he talks about clever speech or, or a glib tongue. He is talking about well, uh, I'll just give you some examples from very recent presidents. So um, let's let's start with the 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 previous one, um, Trump. You know he's if you if you if you watch what he says. Uh, He's very glib about things, Uh, to simply just dismiss things as fake uh, without going into the detail, not saying that, you know, when he calls something fake news that the the media is is 100% accurate or truthful. Um, The media is actually one of those people who are engaged in clever speech and and glib tongue. It's just anybody who's not taking truth seriously in their words. So the media itself is actually, you know, um, uh, a group of people who readily engage in, in clever speech and and, and uh, speak with a glib tongue. They're always trying to come out with some sort of saying, you know, that sounds nice, that sounds clever, unprecedented times, come on, right? As if there's never been some sort of uh, disease uh, that's been spreading out there before. Um, So the media is actually a good example, but my my problem with it is that when you start to turn things into just catchy phrases like, yes we can, or hope and change, um, you're just preying on people's emotions. You're not actually educating them, you're not bringing them to moral enlightenment, you're not helping them, you're just using their emotions to get yourself into more power. And that's the essential problem here. So before uh, before Obama um, has this you know hope and change and everything, um, and he's a very charismatic speaker, but he's he's a man of clever speech and he speaks with a gloved tongue. He's not taking what he says seriously. Uh, you know when we when we get to um, um, go back to the bush years, um, we also see, well, Bush is kind of known for awkward speech more than clever speech, but we still see an attempt at doing things like this, uh, such as you know calling something the axis of evil to get everybody to start thinking about uh, World War II again, um, as if these are comparable situations. They are not. He's just trying to take advantage of people's emotions to get uh, what he and his people want out of politics. If you go back to Bill Clinton, he says stuff like, that depends on what your definition of the word is, is. Um, really kind of ludicrous. So this is yet another man uh, who speaks with a glib tone. If you go back to the first Bush president, uh, he says stuff like, uh, Bring my lips, no new taxes. It sounds great until the time where eventually you did raise taxes. Uh, where he did raise taxes. So these people are not concerned with the truth. They're not concerned with saying something of substance, something that can help your life, develop your wisdom. They're not being truthful, they're not being sincere. They just want to say something to get what they want out of you and their audience. That's really it. Ingratiating countenance. This can mean a range of things, dressing well, a lot of people who wear suits lie to you. In fact, I I bet you that the more they wear a suit, the more likely they are to lie. So you can think about this in any kind of situation, the guy who's trying to sell you a stock, uh, you know, a financial portfolio, um, uh, attorneys, uh, you know, um, are kind of seen in this light. Uh, Politicians are always wearing suits. I think the more uh, that they wear suits, the more likely they are to try to rip you off. Um, Another form of ingratiating countenance is is to give a sort of a flattering um, facial expression, something that's very pleasing. And these people um, who always have this kind of expression on their face Um, They're generally forcing themselves to to have this in order to deceive you into doing something that is ultimately harmful to yourself. So it's rare for these things to accompany Ren. Ren, of course, again, meaning what is most noble about being a human being. What is most noble about humanity. So you have this, um, you know, great humanity, this noble humanity, And people of noble humanity do not like to engage in clever speech. Um, People of noble humanity often are not very articulate because they're trying to find the right set of words to be able to help you. They want to say something that is in fact correct. They're not in a rush to get you to think that they're so smart, that they're so wise, they take their time, they think through it. And this can mean that they pause a lot, they say a lot of ums, and that's perfectly fine because clever speech is not something that um, commonly accompanies those with great virtue. Now, let's talk a little bit about democracy again. In a democracy, there's a huge incentive for you to go out there with a clever tongue and a flattering appearance. You know, you go out there in a suit. That tie is either going to be bright red or bright blue. You have your little flag pin. Um, You've got your well combed hair with your thousand dollar haircut. And you go out there and you preach your slogans with your paid speech writers, and you hit those slogans during your debates, and you make yourself look good, the other person look foolish, And and then this is how you hope your popularity goes up. Now to a man of Ren, to a Ren person, this is something that is nauseating. This is something that provokes a feeling of disgust. Just to watch somebody else do it. It's so sleet, it's, so, uh, it's so oily, it's so unctuous. So how much worse would it be for that person who has ran to himself engage in clever speech and flattering appearance? How much worse would that be? A person who is Ren would not stoop to such a level, even, to paraphrase Manchester for the whole world. They would not do these things. So who, who ends up running for these elections? Not only winning these elections, but who ends up running for these elections? Who ends up having success in politics, election after election, all the way up to becoming president? Do you really think this is a person of Ren?